You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance and a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Hey everybody, you're tuned in to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose. And Ayla! Yeah, that was your cue. I was hoping you'd get it. it by the uh, 87th episode. No, it was episode. good. It was good. <laughs> we can cut out the dead time if you want. No, 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 no. I like, yeah. a, I like a nice raw, yeah. organic yeah, episode, was, honey, honey, honey. It was definitely organic. So, quick question, and I don't know why this just came up while I was taking a whiz, but it just crossed my mind. Sure. What's, like, the first fucking disgusting thing you saw in porn? Whatever disgusting might be, as far as your own definition, is fine. But, like, what's something that grossed you out personally? Mm. And what was it? When did you see it? Like, do you remember that? Mm. Mm. I know it was something, like, my dad had hidden in, like, the basement, like, workroom. Was it because it was your dad's, though? Or was it the car? No, it was just because, like... I don't know, like, I don't know the people on it, like, just weren't that attractive to me or something. I don't really know what it was. Was it, like, a fur, was it, like, furry 70s Yeah, it was, like, like... hideously, like, overly mucusy and, like, Uh, hairy, you know, and it's just, like, you know, I think I was, like, like, I mean, I, I understood a lot pretty young, but I think I was still just too young. It was, like... Huh? It was like, too young for it to be hot to you. Yeah. Whereas now like, that image might be mm, a completely different. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, I can't remember. I feel like one of them was like a Ron Jeremy thing, and like, you know, and like, I, you know, didn't understand him immediately, but was just kind of like, I get. Like, I, I mean, I got that he had a huge appendage, but, like, I couldn't get, like, why anybody would knowingly watch him, like, bang anybody, right. you know, <laughs> like, at the time. But, like, you know. Understood. I get it. Sometimes creepy fat daddies are hot, you know, and, and that's all good. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. What about for yourself, actually? Oh, of course question. I didn't actually think of it before. <laughs> no, that's not true. I know. It's... Well, I don't know if this is necessarily the first, so I should just say one of the first ones that sticks out is I ran into some kind of gonzo porn, and there was a kiddie pool, and the kiddie pool obviously was for all of, like, the fluids that were happening, and I'm not going to knock a kiddie pool, like, piss on me, you know, come uh-huh. on me, whatever, but it was also to collect her vomit. Ew. Yeah, and it wasn't like spit up, phlegmy, hot. Like I'm gonna throw up on your okay. dick, and then you just like spit Fair. up on it. Like cool. It was like food. Can you explain to me what gonzo um, gonzo porn is? I don't think I've it's ever just heard like it. the old school term for like well, still we like still extreme? use it for yeah, extreme okay. like degradation. A lot of the guys that actually filmed in gonzo porn back when I probably was watching it back then are now like locked up for being sex pests, which I'm. Unfortunately, there's, I hate that there's like a, now a correlation in people's minds, you know, that like extreme forms of this act sometimes go with being an abuser. And, but the problem is, not the problem, but the reality is that that is something we should talk about, right? Like Mm -hmm. a lot of times those people that absolutely need those extremes to get off can potentially escalate to actually needing abuse in real life too. Mm -hmm. And not that 
one necessarily means the other, but it could be something to consider and think about. And like, like if somebody's showing you that red flag outside of the bedroom, maybe like yeah. something to. Like, I mean, obviously, consider. there's a lot of conversation as soon as you start like labeling these things as like extremely taboo. You like immediately create an environment for like a certain right but i'm talking about like these guys were the kings of gonzo like every film had shit piss blood puke snot i can't can't imagine not just phlegm snot with greed like it was it seems like regardless it's like something that involves like hitting like it's a certain amount of extreme or satiation level for the sake of hitting an extreme or state like is it necessarily like involve any particular fetish or extreme or is it just the like it's a, idea it's a, of being extreme I, that, that's the thing is a lot of people like that stuff for different reasons so i'm uh-huh. not going to sit here and 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 categorize it all under one umbrella sure okay, but i will okay. say that a lot of what i've seen mm-hmm. as far as the people who are into some of those extremes mm-hmm. equate to a power thing Okay. Again, it's it's a complete control and power about thing. humiliation and, and domination. But it's it's or? the it's the con, it's the control and power part where we're stepping into gray area because okay. like mind we may like no 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 more so like instead of so in BDSM there's a contract like with your you know with your little or your submissive or your whatever there's a there's mm-hmm. a verbal written whatever type of contract that basically says this is the stuff we're going to do okay. this is the stuff you're signing up for I'm signing up for but also along with that <clears throat> here's those things we're not going to move into right. and maybe here's some things that are question marks where you can guide me and maybe I will see like limits it. and rooms for exploration that type of mm-hmm. uh, for with my understanding or at least the people that I've been with that are into those things on those like i said the gonzo level if you will um a lot of times end up it's it's the again the control being stripped away in a Mm -hmm. in a maybe i won't listen to your safe word this time kind of way but like making you feel like it was okay for you to do that with that person like like you know what i almost like and again that's i mean that's a sexual abuse you know what i mean so like there it's it's very like I, I don't want to, it's hard to say this because I don't want to say, like, people that like puke porn absolutely <laughs> are going to beat your ass. No, right. it's not true. Right. But I know that a lot of the people that have asked me, for example, to gag on their dick until I throw <coughs> up, I cry, I puke, I, you know, uh, piss in fear and humiliation and all those things. Not all of them, but like six out of ten ended up being abusive right. outside so, of the So the best thing, like, you're noticing. So they're trying to satiate this need of, of a need for sort of this control and abuse, but they're doing right. it in the guise of I'm getting off with right. you in the bedroom. We're both enjoying it. Right. Honey, we're not. But you're, you're also no- if you're into that and the person is too, go for it, you know. Right. So you're just noticing a correlation in between like these behaviors and kind of like a sadistic like. Right. Which is, I mean, it just came back to the fact that like a lot of those guys that were in those porns ended up getting out of the yeah. sex pests later on. And, and I, I totally. wanted to explain why I wasn't all that surprised. Mm-hmm. And it's only from based on my own. You know, I only, I've only had sex with however many hundred people. There's not a lot of data and research I've done, but yeah, yeah. out of based off of my, so, this is you know. So what would I've you say find. that Gonzo has kind of morphed into the more like like vague category of hardcore, like just under like a more like modern. Because like in queer porn, I don't ever see the term Gonzo used. Yeah, but you'll see like, you'll see like hardcore and then lower like pain or you know. 
lim- like past limits or things like that. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. Not everybody uses the word gonzo anymore. Mm. It's sort of like hardcore. But yeah, they, people try to get away with brand, rebranding things. It's all sorts of shit. Sure. But at the end of the day, when you hover over the clip and the girl is literally losing her lunch on the fucking ground, like. <laughs> And you know what? Amidophilia is a fucking paraphilia, and there's no king shaming to it. However, I do not personally like the the paraphilia where there's actually stomach bile involved. So, like to me, that is a turnoff, which is why right. I got grossed out by that that video back in the right. day. Because I personally don't like throw up. I'm yeah. actually a, an amidophobe. You know what I mean? So, mm. you know, when I when I see like those videos, I'm immediately like, yeah, that's that's no, I'm good. I'm good, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, like, look, I will always say, and I like, I, I love this conversation because we used to, we used to delve into this a lot way back in the day on the video blog stuff, but like, you know, what, I, I've never been like a real, like, porn doesn't really capture my attention very easily, like visual porn. Right. And like, I just, just because like, maybe like experience has said to me, I know what all this stuff is in reality. <laughs> like, you can gloss it up however you want. Like, the mechanics are whatever I remember the mechanics are, however you film it, right? So, right. like, it has a limitation to how exciting it can be. But on one end, like, I, I think I love erotica because erotica can... Erotica is, like, giving you a backstory. It's describing to you, like like a, a context of a setting right and i i read like literatica as you know a young person so like i definitely i i relate to you in that way where like we're definitely more of like we want to fill in the blank yeah. of, like with our imagination yeah because like the other thing that literatica and also, there's no acting involved i right. believe it when you say you're her brother right well and it doesn't it i do- don't believe it in this porn it doesn't spend 20 minutes filming butt sex it runs you through a narrative and you can read it as fast or as slowly as you want to that's true too. you know like you're not well, you can also like, jump through videos but. you can but like that's not the same as like speeding up a narrative and like finding yourself like you're not like interrupted in the same way you know like you read differently than you watch so like i don't know like it's most people a different experience uh, the generations below us i'd say between uh, your generation to mine, I would say mm. right around my age. Like, uh-huh. So I'd say around 30-year-olds up to, you know, maybe even the 50 range. We're mm. all, like, literatica kids because that was, like, the only free <clears throat> fucking XXX <laughs> like, you could get to when you were a kid. Oh, my God. Pop-up it's locker so and fucking shit. true. So, like, we are... And, and also because of how we consumed things. We still... Mm. We were at the end of the cusp of the magazine age. When we were true. at the dawn of the internet age. And... We had the ability to find all the porn we wanted, but then it was almost like, well, but we kind of dreamt up the best ones in our head already, you know? So it's like this interesting, um, the appreciation (sighs) for literatica, it's a huge juxtaposition for sure. The the difference between our generations and like the younger ones is that they probably, they probably watch at least a hundred clips a night to find that perfect moment to come to. And by then they're already like exhausted and over it. Mm. And then it's not even that cool, you know? It's like... I was so tickled to see that our local bodega still carries things like Inches Magazine oh, and, yeah. and Poppers. <laughs> and like, I mean, there's more than just Inches. There's like a lot of it because it's like there's kind of like, too. like yeah. <laughs> it's like a queer, like there's a lot of like queer folks. Were you waiting for the feet? You didn't want no Inches? I understand. It's, it, yeah, it's beautiful. 
So, and so that being said, what was one of the first things that you saw visually? It could have been like a set of fucking big buns on TV and Baywatch. I don't know. What was like the first thing you saw visually that you're like, I have to go hump my pillow or jack off or, you know, whatever. Oh, the f- oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's that first good, time when okay. you were like, what the fuck? Oh, Lordy. I saw some shit. Gotta go do this. Oh my God. It online. was. It w- no, like anywhere, like it, TV, online, in person, you know. Oh my God. Did it, your, you know, babysitter have a huge set of jugs that it, had her, you know, didn't wear a bra. I don't fucking know. It was legit the first one I can remember because I remember like feeling like blushing at the like escalation I took to it as I saw started seeing like Marky Mark's like Calvin Klein ads like Ooh. back in the day when he was like yes. Marky Mark of the Funky Bunch and I was at like uh, Barnes and Nobles or something with like my stepfather and I saw like a whole like book of like essentially this fucking photo shoot for this Calvin Klein ad with Mark Wahlberg and I am just like hovering flat on a big huge bulge boxer brief fucking like shirtless thing and to look over and see my stepfather kind of looking over my shoulder like uh you ready to go didn't say shit to me which is like really fucking sweet but like yeah it was that that's hot he was one of my first like a little later like one of my more memorable like I saw fear in like probably seventh grade and I was, or sixth grade and I was like, oh, like yes. but it's like you know oh they took God. off like the hot fingering scene because it was on like you know Lifetime original or whatever. But oh, there's an edit. Well, I guess that makes sense. Well, I mean, it, you know, they just it's it's still just as like benign as the real movie, but it, it sure. has like one less second to it. But you're like, ah! and then it goes cuts to commercial break as she's going up the fucking roller coaster, and you're like, but I want to see if she come. Yeah. But anyway, so... She comes. Oh, I know. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon and I have a very, very tight relationship because she lost her virginity in fucking Cruel Intentions to the song fucking Wild Horses. Oh, she, wild? Not for real. Uh. But, then she, <laughs> but then she dated Ryan Phillippe, so then yeah. that, that, like, you When know, she had kids with... She had kids with him. Yeah, oh, that part doesn't do anything for me. Oh, right. <laughs> she, she fucking married. She fucks him. Well, fucked him. Okay. For me, <laughs> I remember what it was. I was racking my braids out. Because like, uh. what was the first one? Because I will always want to say Jared Leto and my so-called wife because I used to, like, keep a space for him in my bed in fifth grade. Like, in case he came to me in the middle of the night in his, like, flannel and his, like, um, inability to read properly. No one else has watched my so-called life. Okay, cool. Oh, With yeah. Claire Danes. Yeah, Claire Danes. Right. Okay. I love that. No laughter? No. Well, say it again. I, I don't know <laughs> if I should make the dyslexia joke again. I mean, I'm not sure if the screw wants to just cancel ourselves completely, but... Yeah. Dyslexia. Um, <laughs> um, he... So... No, I just like I wanted him in my bed every night. No, so wait, my first uh, Joe. Film, what's his name again? Jared Leto. Jared. Yeah, no, but what was the character's name? Because they say it all the time on the show. Jordan Catalano. Jordan Catalano. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, and then oh, also Matthew Lillard and Ski Ulrich and um, Scream. But my first ever <laughs> was I think second or third grade or whatever. I don't actually. Could you Google when this came out? Sure. Um, <laughs> is it wait? Is it is it Stone Temple Pilots or is it? What's the fucking... Which song? What's the song? 
I don't ever wanna be. <laughs> that guy. That guy oh, it's that Red Hot Chili. Red Hot Chili. I knew it was a three, yeah. le- a three worder. Red Hot Chili. <laughs> yeah, Google when that came out. Uh, Under the Bridge by them. Is that what it is? I, uh, I don't know if that's the name of it, but I think so. Uh, Red you type. Hot. Shut the so fuck cute. up. With these two little fingers. <laughs> Is that the one where he he like is running really, with his shirt yes, off? March 10th, Press play. 19, I want to watch it again. Nineteen ninety two. Oh my god, I was five. Okay, I must have I must have seen it when I was like seven or something. It was a little older than like you know. It was an inappropriate age. That's what that's what it was. It was so shocking. So when his pecs jump up and down when he's running, oh, yeah. I was like, oh my god, they're tits. I had never seen a fit man before with his shirt off. Like, that wasn't a thing. Like, I, we didn't have hunks hanging around, you know what I mean? So, like, I was, like, six or seven, and I saw him fucking slow-motion jubblies, and I was like, that is the closest thing. So, I, yeah, I, like, knew I was bi. No, but I didn't realize that that was why. I was just transfixed on it, and I was like, he has tits. <laughs> it was so cool. Press, can you fast-forward it? Yeah, I can. To I the totally part where can. he's naked? Absolutely. No, this isn't it. No, this is totally it. Wait. No, he's not running. No, he he gets there. I promise you. Does he run? Yes, he's. Oh, he he's, is cute he's though. Start, he's starting to get there. You gotta like. He needs a minute. To, I for, I haven't watched this in so long. He needs a minute to work up the sweat. It's towards the end where he's like really like stressed out and running. Yeah, there we go. There he is. Yes, right there. It's like a Fabio <laughs> scene. Look at it. I was like. And he had long hair too, so oh my god, no wonder why I'm so fucking bisexual. Jesus, look at the, look at, okay, boobs. Like when you're seven, those are boobs, right? Like you're just like, those are teeth. Okay, we're definitely, I want everybody to just understand here. What? This what? is gonna be the best. That's at the three minute 40 second mark ish, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, like, oh my god, this scene right it's here, beautiful. this, this. <laughs> I almost said he looks like somebody. I just remember all the hugging. <laughs> he like hugs himself for a hot minute. And it's, it's so beautiful. weird. Like, wow. I just feel like I just had like a whole nostalgia and walked out of memory lane because I haven't watched that shit in so long. But yeah, like that, those jubblies. Oh my Lord. I needed more in my life. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was my first memory. <sighs> so I want to give a quick shout out. We have our first Patreon subscriber oh, member, yes. patron. Yes. Patron. What's the word? <laughs> uh, patron. Patron. I'm the worst. Pledge. <laughs> they're, pledge. They're pledge. They're no. pledging. No, patron. They're a patron. Yeah. Yes, patron. Yeah. So shout out to Juanita for signing up as the first ever patron to our ten dollar tier. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoy the content. To anybody else listening, we have a Patreon now. If you go to patreon.com slash newqueerorder, which is the um, radio station slash queer entertainment group that we're a part of, a.k.a. we started, a.k.a. sponsor us, um, <laughs> you can find our Patreon. You can sign up. So far, we have really cool behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. We have so much to put up, but yeah. we have interviews that no one's ever seen with RJ City, um, mm-hmm. video interviews. Absolutely. Where we play games, we play Never Have I Ever with him. It's like 10 minutes of that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have? We have really, <laughs> really late in the middle of the night, ridiculous things that we are saying. 
you know. Oh, it's, right. Like, it's, it's a mostly funny videos, behind the scenes, uh, mess ups, goof ups. Oh, your, goofers. Titty, your titties are in there. Oh, somewhere. you can see my titties. <laughs> right, right. There's the selling point. But yeah, so definitely, you know, if you've ever been interested, even if you just sign up for a month just to see, like, what we got going on, we're going to have more stuff yeah. probably in and, a couple and, days. Up, and, so. And it will help us um, put out the voices of all of our brothers and sisters um, that um, are looking for a platform to tell you what's on their minds and tell you what's going on and produce new content, which we have a lot coming for you soon. So. Yeah, so become a patron today and you'll get all sorts of goodies. Yeah, and visit NewQueerOrder.com to see our consolidated projects and be able to access the podcasts for the screw and Tranos and the lived experience and um, new content coming very, very soon. And the final thing I wanted to ask you is, what is something that a sexual experience that you were having or about to have or you were considering having like in the moment and something happened to turn you off so bad. Have you ever had one where it's something turned you off so bad where you had to stop what you were doing? Um, yes. And what was it? If you don't um, mind answering. It was definitely political affiliation. Oh, uh, well, like, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not like typically one of those people like that does not. Republicans are like the vodka for pussy. I know? mean, it doesn't even have to enter. No, even worse, they were a libertarian on some level. Uh, and like, you know, like, and it's it's such a more like exhausting argument to have to combat. And like, at least Republicans, you can hate them enough to want to fuck them sometimes. Oh, like, right, right, right. Yeah, right. like it's just like the complete like inverse, and you can like gain up that energy to say you're fucking hypocrite of a fucking conservative. Take that fucking dick, you know? Like, and and it's cool. It pans out. I like how it's you good. got up as if we were recording like a video. A video. Like, you well, just really you know, wanted to show the for, world for what it looks like to, to fuck take a that conservative. Fucking yeah. Socialist dick. Take <laughs> that socialist dick. Take that socialist dick, take bitch. It. Yo, take it. Yeah. Good answer. With consent. <laughs> yeah you know and you know what it was it was one of those things like at first it was like okay you know like we 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 can have like a compatible energy we don't have to talk about this and then it just seemed to be like the whole attitude was like you know i don't want to do this if like you're not like going to be interested in like dating more and getting married and like having kids and stuff and i was like I mean, like, I'm not going to rule that out, but does anybody, like, tell you, like, like, yeah, sure. Like, like, how does that work? Like, when is it okay to see if the sex is worth, like, pursuing any next steps? Like, that, So, wait, this was a booty call? Yeah, well, it was, it was, like, booty call slash date. It was, like, you okay, know. Okay, but was it, like, the first time you hung out No, the second time. Okay. So, the so, first time we, like, agreed. So, by the second time, he was already asking you about marriage and children and stuff? Right. So, the first time, it was, like, there's a chemistry, and it's kind of, like, let's not talk about, like, your conservative politics, and there's a chemistry. Like, a physical attraction, attractiveness, pheromonal, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But then it was, like, it seemed to be, like, the hesitation was you really have to be on this trajectory in your own life. And that just, like, my, my the dick gets limped when you expect something of me. Like, you have to, like, be totally just into me. Like, don't, don't complicate it, you know? Yeah. 
That's uh, that's so awkward. It is. It is. And Especially I, so soon into something like I don't know. And I'm like I'm very careful at negotiating my sex, so I've never. So you hadn't had sex. No, we hadn't. We were about to. We were naked okay, and right, like these okay. conversations. I want to make sure you answered the question. It was like <laughs> everything had kind of like escalated, and it was like, okay, I can do a hate fuck here. Like it's cool, but then there was like, oh my god, a prudish moment of like, no, we're not even gonna fuck at last, like, like, cause like I'm gonna be like so upset with you, and like I'm like when people like talk about being upset before something happens or you have an, I'm like I get really worried about how that feels. <laughs> like I'm like, wait, so if I don't act a certain way when this pans out, like I'm, you're gonna make me feel bad. That, yeah, that, that doesn't sound like something you yeah, want to be right. having sex with. So that's what's going on in my head, and it's that's too why... It's like, negotiation. You try of. keeping a boner through that kind of fucking pressure. Nope. <laughs> yeah, gross. I, I just couldn't figure it out. You know, because other things, like, I negotiate my sex. Like, I'm never confused or at a loss right. for what I'm doing. So there are very few things that will surprise me and turn me off. Like, I, I'm... I make sure the filter is put down really nicely. I don't want to end up in a Unlike the toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> what about yourself? What was the question again? It was like... <laughs> 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 it was We're day question. drunk. What do you want from me? Day drunk. <laughs> the question the is... The sun that, is so low and I am drunk. <laughs> is there anything that, like, at the last minute, like, turns you off to, like, like sex with somebody or an interaction with somebody? Like, you know, like a surprise, like, thing that... Pickle just, surprise! <laughs> that was just, like, oh, uh, like, maybe, like, a really, like, stanky dickhole. Where's or, the pickle? <laughs> That's, That's a surprise. surprise. Google pickle surprise, bitches, if you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um, the thing is, is like I am. I try not to offend anybody. So, like, how do you get out of a situation where somebody's scent has thrown you off, mm-hmm. and you still kind of want to fuck them, but then you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's like. But I have to have that conversation. Huh? Like, would you, like, not have sex to avoid having that conversation? No, I mean, how do I get out of this, the whole scenario? <laughs> I just, I don't know. Here's the thing. I have a partner now. I don't have to think about that. He smells delicious. It's fine. So, like, it's all uh-huh. good. But, like, I got you. But, like, scents are usually the things that are going to make me want to, like, leave. And if I can smell you before I go home with you. Right. If you showed up at my house and there's a smell thing, then I kind of have to tough it out. So then I'm like, I'm going to get as fucked up as possible. What if, like... I just have a crazy sense of smell. So, like... Like, as I always use this example. So, like... (coughs) If you dry a towel in the dryer... Okay. And one little tiny fucking corner got, like, stuck in, like, the door or something... And it comes out, and, and the whole fucking wet. thing is dry except for this tiny little triangle. <laughs> and you and you put it away and whatever. My ass, when I go to use your towel, is gonna be like, I smell mold, I smell mold, and I'm going to sniff the entire motherfucking <laughs> towel until I find a scent. I can, I'm like a fucking like a greyhound. Like I can fucking find any scent issue. Ju- like honestly, Juby, my roommate, will be like, Felicia, can you find the fig- like figure out what the scent is in the kitchen? Okay. Or, like, the, the anyway. So my point being that like scents are my biggest. So is there anything else that okay for you? What about like horrible kissing? 
Oh no no. The, well, you're not. Uh, we we asked like if you what made you stop in a situation, oh, not true. like a turn. Oh yeah right? yeah. Fair fair. I have a hundred turnoffs. Right. That's you're a right. whole episode. You're right. It's more of like a surprise. Things not right. to yeah, do yeah, yeah. ever. More of like a surprise. So <laughs> yeah, that, so that has been one. The only no. I guess. I guess not. No. I guess. <laughs> Has there been anything that ever really made me go, I gotta stop the situation? I don't know. I don't know how close I've gotten before I was like, okay, this is no. Overly aggressive has turned me off and made me put a, put the brakes on an interaction before as well. Yeah. I mean, there's times when like I just, something would be bad and I'd get up and be like, I got my period. <laughs> you know, like, I haven't used that in a while. Has there been any time where you... One time some guy came from fucking Britain, (laughs) and it was so long ago, and it wasn't that long ago. No, it was was a long time ago. He came from fucking Britain, and this was like the second time he came, and something about him made me so turned off. I think it was just like the way he was like treating me, and like, Mm -hmm. it was just so like, it was too like, not just, I get it, you're from Britain, we're not gonna fucking date, but like... (laughs) You don't have to booty call me in a way where I truly am. You're like, we can't go out for like lunch once in public. Like, right. I'm truly just the place you're staying at. And then you go out and hang out with your friends. It was so rude. So, oh, yeah. I remember that person. Yeah, he was a fuck. Oh, fuck so, him. Fuck him. So, um, I hope you don't still listen, you fucking bastard. I hope he does, because that'd be funny. I hope he thinks that, that he that sucks, because he does. That would be funny. And I remember, like, when we were born, he did something and it pissed me off, and it was, like, bad in the bed. I don't know. There was just, you know when what? someone, like, someone is just extra, like, you're turned off because of their personality, and then they do something, and you're like, that felt worse than it would have if you know? <laughs> so I, I put the kibosh when I was fucking for like the rest of the time while he was there with some fucking excuse and I don't even remember what it was. So <laughs> I think I had my period or I hated him or something. I don't even know. Oh my god. What? Or no, he scratched the inside of my pussy. That's what it was. His own goddamn I mean, fault. How did he scratch the inside with of your pussy? his fucking nails. Like he had a fucking oh, nail fing- that was like jagged He was fingering I guess. Ouch. Yeah, it was something like that. But I, but I mean, a day later it was fine, and I still was like, nope, sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, you. You capitalized on it. Hey, he was staying at my house for free. He Where is the best vacation sex you've ever had, like vacation wise? Like outdoors or indoors? Because it's always in like a hotel. So. Well, yeah, no, just like place geographically. Mm. One time I had sex with one of my exes from back in like up uh, New England, upstate New England. Um, we went to his parents' like cape house or whatever, mm-hmm. and they weren't home. And we took a shower outside in like the outdoor water thing. And mm-hmm. like I was like feeling myself, and like it was like all wooden and like sexy inside. And even though like. I don't think I got fully naked because I don't do that, but I was like really close, and, but like still like nice. I still was feeling myself, so it was almost okay. Like I don't know, it was weird, but nice. no, I definitely didn't get naked. But yeah, like that was really sexy, I guess. Sweet. What about you? <sighs> this is a fun episode. We're just giving each other like twenty-one questions of sex. <laughs> I think like I mean I've always enjoyed the sex I've had in Montreal. Like why? I think because it's like I usually go drugs. during like cold season. Well, yeah, there's always great drugs, but like, I'm kidding. I'm just assuming Montreal. I don't is know. Drugs. It's it's somehow especially in the winter. It's a very like 
kind of like shack up, like enjoy libations and good food and pleasure. It has like a very like pleasure based feel, you know, hookah bars on like fucking good shit to eat and like sexy men and the whole nine yards. Bathhouses, really nice bathhouses. Nice, that's yeah. sexy. And like, like it's weird, like there's bathhouses all over the US and people don't often like know that, but like, right. you know, most of them are kind of dumpy. <laughs> yeah. Like New York City has like two and like they, they're like something out of like, I don't know, somebody's got to like preserve them in a documentary, I hope, like, because <laughs> they're like of ancient, like, style, but like, like, uh, Montreal has these like really nice, you know, with like food you can get, like, in a bathhouse? Yeah. I don't want to take a bath with food. No, 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 but like that area is se- se- separate, right? So you have like a little cafe area. You have, like, you know, nicer bedrooms, deluxe bedrooms. It's a really good place to, like, you know... Get your freak out. Sleep off, like, your hangover in between, like, you know... Nice. Your whatever. And That's like, sexy. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like Montreal. I mean, like, tropical places are great, but, like, you know, it's one I've of the... I've never been anywhere tropical. Oh, see, I mean, like, it's nice and makes Unless you... Unless Coco Keys, Florida counts. Oh. I don't think so. It makes you feel... I've had some cool sex in Texas. Ah, Texas is nice. Let's call it Sexus. Sexus. Uh, California is a good sex place. Um, I've always had bad sex in California. Yeah? Well... What part of California? Southern. See, that's the thing. I don't... don't, It's them Southern California boys. I don't trust... I don't trust the Southern California boys with sex. Like, they're too pretty (laughs) on some level. Northern California boys, they just... Uh, just unapologetically. I don't like, know if any of the people I had sex with out in California were pretty, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, well, I feel like this was a good episode. It was. It I think was. people learned a lot about us. It's good to just talk to you sometimes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> don't you know? Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank you know, we you. have new subscribers and new listeners, and we want to say welcome to the screw. And if you We're listen, to fuck your ears. If you listen and haven't subscribed somewhere yet, please subscribe somewhere. It helps all of NQO flourish. And listen and subscribe to Train Us and Lift Experience. And everybody else that you see us like follow or pimp out on our social medias. Much appreciated. Yeah, but mostly like the screw. Like we really. <laughs> Like, let's go. We've been going for three years now. Three years strong. It's a three-year <laughs> anniversary this month. Yeah. And, we, you know, we've, Technically. We, we've been bringing it lately. Like, we, we just keep... Yeah, like, we keep pumping out 20-minute keep... episodes every week. <laughs> what more could you want? <sighs> Tell your fucking friends all about this episode. These what? episodes about sex in hotels in... Foreign, but exotic, foreign, exotic location. What other cool stuff we talk about? It's beautiful. Thanks for tuning in. Uh-huh. 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 Uh-huh.